is Juliana McIntosh. And I'm Brad Sutton. And, and this, this is, is The Art, Art of, of Drinking. Drinking. With Join Jules. And your favorite uncle. This is the best home bartending podcast. Where you learn how to make two drinks. A classic. And a twist. Plus a little backstory on the cocktail. So you have an interesting story to tell when you serve your guests. Your home crafted masterpiece. All right, Uncle Brad. Yeah. This is a really fun cocktail that we're covering today because this cocktail, as we all know by now, we're doing foundational cocktails, but it's such a foundational cocktail because it really is the blueprint for so many cocktails that we know and love. Yeah, that's true. What are we drinking, Uncle Brad? We are drinking the whiskey sour on my ends. Mm-hmm. And you are drinking? I'm doing the amaretto sour, but a seasonal amaretto sour. Like so, it. yeah. So, yeah. you can do right now, I did mine with stone fruit, but in the spring, you could do a different, you know, strawberries or whatever it is, but we're doing seasonal. So, for those of uh, you who may not know what a stone fruit is, what's a stone fruit, Jules? I kind of feel like sometimes people in the know just, take it for granted. And sometimes people are like, what the hell does that mean? (laughs) Yeah. So stone fruit are those fruits that have the big pit in the middle. I'm talking peaches, nectarines, plums, and they're also tree fruit. Those are stone fruit and they come into season in fall. That's why you'll see a lot of whiskey sours with nectarine and peaches. God, those are some of my favorite whiskey sours when you bring in those fall flavors. So when you're at the grocery store in the fall season, you'll see stone fruit there. That's because it's in season. So use what's fresh, people. Great explanation. So I have to tell you, for starters, it's a sour. And that's the foundation. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. The whiskey sour is so popular with so many people. Of the drinks that are out there, this is probably one of my least favorites, believe it or not. No I know way. you love this drink. I know, I know. Don't get upset. Wow, this is like my go-to. I, I hear you. Listen, here's the deal. For me, it's just, it's something about the whiskey sour that I'm like, yeah, that's pretty good. Okay. There's a lot of things I would order before it, but that's <gasps> me because I just don't like the the bourbon, lemon, sugar. And in this case, I actually made a Boston sour. Okay. But uh, the, the the egg white is is wonderful. But that doesn't mean the whiskey sour is not a great drink. It's actually a fantastic drink. No, it is. Drink. Take and, it from me. It's a oh, great drink. Yeah, I know. I'm like, stand up and shout, right? So right. I have made this drink many a times for many people. Everybody I've ever made it for loves it. But it's like, you know, look, I mean, you don't like them all, right? And I'm not saying I don't like the whiskey sour. So whiskey sour gods, don't get upset. I just right. say, I mean, hey, I won't attack yeah. you. It's fine. I get it. Drink what yeah. you like, right? Yeah, if I'm making the lineup, this is maybe batting six, seventh somewhere in there, you know, right? So can't relate, right. but okay. Yeah, yeah. But the thing that's cool about the whiskey sour is it literally the whiskey sour itself. And again, I'm making a Boston sour because I'm adding egg, which brings me to the point that it's super versatile. Like you understand how to make a sour, you understand how to make a lot of things. So mm-hmm. we're drinking the whiskey sour. Nice little kind of blend of whiskey, a little sweet, a little sour. And guess what? This cocktail is all about, Jules. Balance. It's all about balance. Love that. Okay, before we get into what we need to buy, I have to ask you this question. 
Are you pro egg white or are you against the egg white? Look, the egg white's really good in there. I'm just not going to lie. It makes it nice and creamy. I think we maybe have talked about in the past. And if we haven't, uh, you know, here's a hot take. You made a Negroni once with an egg white. And it was like, oh my God, that's unbelievable. Egg white just Mm -hmm. adds a nice little creamy texture, silky plus it really makes the, the drink look elegant in your glass. So mm-hmm. I'm pro egg white. Okay, me too. Thank God. You, whew, okay, I can breathe now. I am so pro egg white. And a lot of people asked, and I'm sure some people listening are maybe repulsed at this point. They're like, what in the hell are you guys talking about? So egg white is a very popular addition to cocktails. It is mm-hmm. safe. To make it even safer, use pasteurized eggs, wash the shells, and it's very common. If you are vegan, if you are repulsed by egg whites, aquafaba is a great option. Reason why you add egg white or you would add aquafaba. It doesn't add flavor, it adds texture. So you're yeah. getting that frothy texture. And I don't know if I've, I've talked about this before, but sometimes you think about cocktails in a box and I think it rounds out those edges a little bit. All right, here's what you need to listen up. You need the bourbons and uh, lemons for the lemon juice. Mm-hmm. I use medium eggs for okay. the egg white. If you use mm-hmm. large eggs, it's just too much egg. Bitters, in this case, I use bitters, which the traditional doesn't call for it. Really? I happen to think bitters taste very good in this cocktail. It adds a little spice. It adds a little something extra. It's like a little Go with salt the bay, you know? Yeah. yeah, if yeah, right. So like it's it's like you said, salt. So if you don't want to use bitters, or you don't use bitters, it's fine. You're still making a whiskey sour. In this case, a Boston sour. Mm-hmm. It's just the bitters is it's a nice touch. So use bitters, and in this case, I used Trinity bitters by Bitter Cube, but Ooh. Angostura would go well in here. I'd play around with Peychaud's bitters. You could throw a little orange bitters in here. We know so, you anyways. love Peychaud. I do love the pay All right, so we established that I like bitters. Okay, next, uh, you're going to want sugar for simple syrup. I like a little Luxardo cherry uh, hanging out in the bottom of my glass. You're going to want a shaker tin. Again, Boston shaker, 10 on 10, 28-18 is my fave. A jigger. And I feel like by now you should know a jigger is involved because you should mm-hmm. be measuring your drinks if you've been listening to this podcast. So please, if you're not and you're eyeballing it, that's why your drink sucks. Get a jigger. Yeah, don't freeball it. <laughs> and a uh, Hawthorne strainer. And then I double strain, especially when there's egg white involved. Uh, yes, and we're going to get a mesh strainer. Of course, you're going to want ice. And then a nice coupe glass. Or in this yes. case, I could even use a Nick and Nora glass. But I used okay. a coupe today. I'm a cooper. You're a cooper. Coupe gal. Okay, love the whiskey sour. This cocktail that I'm doing is, I, it's not a foundational, but I feel like it's very well-known, amaretto sour. And not thought of that often, right? Like it's not thought of that often. Right? So, yeah. And then when you do, then when you, you, that liquid just touches your taste buds, you're like, oh my God, what have I been doing my whole life? It's Where delicious. have you been? <laughs> Seriously. Right. So what you're going to need, amaretto sour. You're going to need some Amaretto. Very popular brand is Disarono. It's an almond liqueur. So get that. You like Brad's bourbon. So if you're doing Brad's, you'll already have the bourbon. Now for this, I said seasonal. So I'm using peaches. You could use nectarines. You could, honestly, you can use whatever 
you prefer that's in season. For me, it was the peaches. So I grabbed peaches, lemons, fresh lemons, because if it's not fresh, we just don't want to drink it. I also did brown sugar for this. We went, you know, the fall vibes a little bit, and I felt like the the brown sugar and that molasses, it really tied it in. Luxardo cherries, and yes, you deserve the good stuff, so go out there and, uh, you know, treat yourself if you can. And then eggs. I like to get, you know, the, the I actually, I have chickens here, but, you know, get the organic, wait, get the pasteurized. Wait, wait, I'm sorry to stop you. I'm sorry. You have chickens? And ducks. Whoa, wait a minute. I didn't know you had yeah. ducks too. What is this like new oh. news? Yeah, so I mean, I'm, I'm waiting on eggs from the ducks, but we're going to have duck egg cocktails uh, coming up here pretty soon. So, Oh, I've never, ever done that. And I'm sure people are like, yep. <laughs> I know, I know. But buckle up because we're going to do it and we'll find out if it's, you know, crazy different or not. I just, I didn't know you had chickens. I'm kind of excited. I, did, I just, I know. why did I not know this? A little farm over here. Yeah, you know yeah. what? Grow it yourself, right? So yeah. love the chickens. All right. All right. Eggs. Moral of the story, get your eggs. Now from there, you're going to need ice. You're like Brad, Boston Shaker. I like that tin on tin as well. You're going to need your jigger. And then for this, you can actually use whatever glass you like. You can do a rocks glass. You can do a coupe glass. I actually have really short, like Spanish, small wine glass. There's no stem. They're just like really short guys. And that perfectly fits my egg white cocktails like this one. So if you have like fancy stemless glasses, it looks really pretty in those. But hey, put it in what you like. That's what you're going to need. This cocktail is delicious. And if you have never used egg white in your cocktail, buckle up, get ready, because it's going to change your life. I get excited about this cocktail because I I don't know I don't know if you can tell. I love egg white cocktails. And I know that a whiskey sour doesn't necessarily have to have an egg white, but I prefer it when they do. So, Uncle Brad, walk people through this classic cocktail. Listen up because uh, I'm walking you through a Boston sour, which is a whiskey sour with egg. So, mm-hmm. literally you're getting two cocktails at once. Just check it out. Oh, okay. And also, before you begin, I have to tell people, and if there are professionals out there who are thinking, Juliana, how are you where you are today? For the longest time, I did not know that the whiskey sour didn't have an egg white in it. And I didn't know that when it had an egg white, it was called the Boston sour. Because when you told me, let's do the whiskey sour, I was like, oh yeah, I love egg white. And you're like, what? Mind blown. Mind blown. This was recently. I hate to admit it. <laughs> yeah, right. And you're like, uh, wait a minute. You didn't know that egg white goes in sours? I'm like, uh, wait a minute. Did you know they don't? <laughs> they can. <laughs> yeah, we flip-flopped. It was, uh, yeah, an epiphany. Yeah. Uh, I mean, hey, okay, I mean, anyway, listen, I digress. This is a world we're all exploring together, right? So just let's not get all like upset and right. lose and sleep over things that we've said. As I long mean, as it tastes good. Yeah, seriously. Like anybody who like knows the world of, of cocktails so well, by now, like you've had years and years and years and years and years and years of practice. So it's cool. It's it's a pretty big right. and confusing canon. Why? Because I don't know, people are drinking when they're writing this stuff down. So Exactly. <laughs> right. So all right. all right. I digress. Hey. Let's get into it. Okie dokie. 
You're going to go over to the freezer. You're going to put your glasses and you're going to put them in the freezer. Always. Two ounces of bourbon. That's going to go on the big side of your shaker tin. And then you're going to take three quarter ounce of fresh lemon juice. So go juice your lemon. And then you're going to take three quarter ounce of simple syrup. And at this point, you now have a whiskey sour. So you could mm -hmm. shake that up and pour it, you know, double strain it into a glass and you're just fine. We're adding an egg white from a medium mm -hmm. egg. So don't put any ice anywhere yet. So we've got our big side. We've got our ingredients. Now we're adding the egg whites into that side. Uh, here's a hot tip. Don't crack your egg and strain that egg white over the same side of the shaker that you've just poured all of your ingredients into. In fact, I'd even start with the egg white because if you screw mm -hmm. it up, you didn't mess up the rest of the ingredients. So make sure you're doing your egg white separately over the separate side or you're doing it first. So Yeah, hey, I love the egg white, not the yolk. All yeah. right, so. I've blown up a couple of drinks by getting yolk into the cocktail. Now, is it gonna kill it with yolk? No, there's plenty of drinks out there that utilize egg yolk, so it's all good, but just, you know, for the sake of this drink, all right, so we've got all our ingredients in there. We've got our egg white in there. Now we're going to dry shake it. If we didn't use egg white, we would shake it with ice. Dry shaking is the process of shaking without ice. So we shake that up and we shake hard. We shake super hard. And again, you want the bottom end, the short end of that shaker facing you because mm -hmm. if you've got people who are watching you do it and the cocktail blows up, it's gonna blow up all over you instead of them. So shake it with that side facing you and shake the hell out of it. Like really beat it up mm -hmm. in that, right? Like, again, if you don't know by now you need to really shake and shake and shake your drinks, then you, uh, what are you doing? Pay attention. All right, it's beat up for 30 seconds now. Yeah. Separate the tin, you're gonna add the ice now. And what I do is I like to add the ice to the small side because it's about the perfect amount of ice. And then you're gonna shake again. And you're gonna shake it now for about 20 seconds, get it nice and cool, and you're gonna hear the ice start to kind of change in tone. And then you're gonna separate the shaker. You're going to put your Hawthorne strainer over the top of the big part of the shaker, because hopefully everything's in that part. And then you're going to take your little glass out of the freezer. You're going to set it on the table, hold your mesh strainer over the top, and you are going to pour the contents through that mesh strainer, which is called double straining to take out all the ice bits and any lemon seeds or whatever else might be in there. Mm -hmm. Boom, take your Luxardo cherry, put that in the bottom. And then what I would do is I would take my bitters and I would add three dashes across the top and just take a little mm -hmm. cocktail pick or something and just connect the dots. And then you kind of make these oh, yeah. three little hearts across the top. It's so cute. Mm -hmm. There you go. So cute. And you know, we always garnish. So that's a perfect, that's a perfect way to do that. There you go. Okay. I love the whiskey. Mm -hmm. If you have never had the whiskey sour, please, 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 after this episode, go and make yourself one because you deserve it. And if you like what I like, you love this one. If you're like Brad, okay, maybe you'll just, eh, this one's okay. If you have, I can't speak highly about this cocktail. I love this cocktail. It almost, this is like margarita and then whiskey sour for me. Crazy. Same no, framework, not though. Not at all. No, look, yeah. look, yeah, it's okay. Listen, some people like pizza. Some people don't, right? So <laughs> I'm not saying I don't like the whiskey True. sour. I'm just saying it's batting kind of yeah. late in the lineup for me. That's all. So yeah. 
if you're listening to this, go make a whiskey sour. I'm telling you, you'll Just probably love it. If you don't, know that other people do and you'll make it for them. All right, moving on. Now on that note, <laughs> if you do love a whiskey sour, I highly recommend you make yourself, eh, scratch that, you treat yourself to an amaretto sour. So let me work you through this one, all right? What you're gonna need is I, I take Brad's advice. I think this is great advice. You taught me this trick. In your shaker tin, crack your egg first. Crack it in there. Like, uh, I think we've said this before, your least expensive ingredients, which I know eggs aren't, you know, they're not cheap, but start with those first. So I like to do the egg white first because if I mess up, I can redo it. Egg white first in my shaker tin. Then I will add a half ounce of brown sugar syrup, which is just equal parts water, brown sugar, stir until sugar dissolves. Three quarters of an ounce, fresh squeezed lemon juice because you deserve it. Three quarters of an ounce of bourbon and one and a half ounces of amaretto. Some people like to back off the amaretto. I love, I mean, I love it. So I like the ounce and a half. Then you're gonna do one ounce of fresh peach or you could do the nectarine route, puree. All you need to do to puree is cut. I used one peach, one big peach. Cut it up into chunks, put it in a blender, did a little splash of water and I just blended that in a blender. Boom, puree, easiest thing ever. Delicious too. So you have all your ingredients in your cocktail shaker. You're gonna dry shake, which by the way, at the end of this episode, we are gonna get into tips on dry shaking and creating a really great frothy top. So tune in towards the end to just learn more about that. But we're gonna dry shake to enhance the froth. We'll add ice, we'll shake again. Like Brad said, you gotta double strain this one. So just double strain it into whether you're using a coupe, those cute little Spanish wine glass I, I was talking about, or a rocks glass. This is gonna go quick. So to, to be quite honest with you, put it in whatever you want because it's not <laughs> gonna matter, you know, five minutes later, you know? <laughs> but I, like Brad, I garnish with just the Luxardo cherries on a cocktail pick. Sometimes I'll add, because you have that froth top, a dehydrated lemon wheel. Um, and that looks beautiful, but it's that simple, that easy. It For me, when I really got into perfecting my amaretto sour, life-changing. Love the amaretto. It's, uh, it's so good. under-consumed mm-hmm. staple in my liquor cabinet. And I really, it's, oh, she's, yeah. it is, it's so delicious. I, I, but I, I love almond. I love the almond. Liquor. Well, and once you start to ease out of summer and you get into the fall and winter seasons, even early spring, oh man, I mean, you can use amaretto for so many cocktails. It's it's delicious. Yeah. Listen, I'm going to give just a quick tip in here because I feel like when people separate eggs, they're always like, you kind of feel bad. Like, what do I do with the yolk? Right. Right. And if you're adventurous enough, and especially because we're all using lemons here, you could actually make lemon curd using those mm-hmm. yolks. All you need is four yolks for uh, a little lemon curd and a little granulated sugar, a little lemon zest, a little lemon juice, a little salt and unsalted butter. And I mean, granted, you got to double boil stuff, but it's not hard. So if you ever wanted to make use of those yolks, you kind of make a cocktail, you save those yolks for later, you make a little lemon curd, all right? In the morning, you have some scones. Yeah, what a great <laughs> idea. I'm thinking to myself, yeah. oh my God, well, of course, if I'm making these, I'm making more yeah, than like one. Yeah, like it's shaved a waste, you know, so. 
All right, I digress. Here comes Brad Martha. All right, Stewart's well, song. Uncle Brad, we have our cocktails. <laughs> is it is it time for our history? Yeah, we can do a history lesson. Let's do a history lesson. Let's learn. Let's take a stroll down the whiskey sour lane. All right. So where did it come from, Jules? Well, the origins, they're a bit unknown. There are three stories that have kind of permeated. Like any cocktail story, a couple are probably bullshit. One's maybe true. (laughs) So the first comes in the form of the first appearance, right, in print. And uh, that was from uh, Jerry Thomas. And Jerry Thomas is a name that you will hear or may have heard many times over because he had this book back in the 1800s called The Bartender's Guide. So 1862, Jerry Thomas wrote about the whiskey sour. And there's a lot of references to this guy in time. So if you see the name Jerry Thomas pop up, that's why. But no one's claiming he invented it. He just kind of documented it. So the next reference comes from, now you might find this weird, Waukesha, Wisconsin, (laughs) because Mm. we know how much Wisconsin likes to drink from the old fashioned episode. Yeah. So local newspaper back in 1870 uh, mentions the whiskey sour and the recipe to the whiskey sour. They didn't fall in love with brandy just yet. That was coming. But so they're still drinking uh, whiskey in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. So maybe somewhere in Wisconsin it was invented. Highly doubtful. I mean, they were drinkers. I know. They like their drinking. Maybe not so much the inventing. Unless it's yeah, the Wisconsin old-fashioned. You know, like, uh, it's, sorry, Wisconsin. I do love you. All right. So the third story comes from the home of the Pisco Sour, which is Peru. You knew this. Mm-hmm. You knew Peru. 1872 in Peru. Like that rhyme. Ship steward Elliot Straub claims to have invented it there. Now, I like this story because of the title Ship Steward. Elliot (laughs) worked on ships. (laughs) I'm not saying this is the guy that invented it, but it does tip the hat to the people who probably did. And that was the good men of the Navy and uh, and, uh, the sailors, the pirates. You know... We always go back to the sailors. There's a reason. <laughs> is that is that why there's the song, What Would You Do for a Drunken Sailor? Is that why there, yeah, there's I all mean, the songs about them? Drinking and sailing go hand in hand. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> what else are you going to do? You're right. You know, it's kind of a long, slow journey. I don't know. Anybody got any something to drink? Hey, let's see what we can do with these ingredients. Yeah. <laughs> You're exactly. I don't know. There's right, a chicken. Time. There's some whiskey. <laughs> So anyways, let's go back to the sour as a category for a minute. Now, we talked about how versatile the sour is. And really, Mm -hmm. if you start to think about some of the drinks that are out there, whiskey sour, spirit, citrus, sweet, right? So whiskey, lemon, sweet, simple syrup. Mm -hmm. You've got the daiquiri, which is spirit, rum, citrus, lime, sweet, simple syrup. You've got the lemon drop, which is spirit, vodka, citrus, lemon, sweet, Simple syrup. Yeah. I mean, even the margarita, right? The mar- Tommy's margarita. Yes. Tommy's mm-hmm. margarita is a version of the margarita. It's actually one of the people who maybe said to have invented the margarita. That doesn't use any triple sec. Mm-hmm. But if when you do incorporate triple sec, you start to fall into the category of Daisy. We'll talk about that in a second. Ah, uh, okay. So spirit, 
citrus sweet. Now, if you add in another element, spice, you have punch. And well, spice and water. Punch, that was, mm-hmm. it was punch means five, right? It comes from the Indian word meaning five panch, I think it is. So punch is citrus, spirit, sugar, and, and spice. If you take the spice away, what do you have? You have a sour. And really mm-hmm. that's kind of like what, where the sour comes from. It's a, it's a child of punch. And so sailors, British sailors, especially from the East India Trading Company, brought a few things to the West. Tea being one of them, believe it or not, they got tea from India. And mm-hmm. also tea is like synonymous with British culture, but also <laughs> punch. And punch was synonymous with British culture. And so right. they brought punch to the world, sort of. India kind of gave it to the world. <laughs> and punch taught sailors, hey, if I mix some citrus, among other things, uh, and then alcohol, it kind of tastes good. Yeah. So since sailors traveled with a lot of citrus, this is a nice environment to start to kind of create these types of things. And thanks to Vice Admiral Edward Vernon and Order Number 349, who made sure that sailors got their tot of rum. And if they are extra good sailors, they got a little uh, lime juice and an extra wow. ration of sugar in there too. What a hero. You, I, seriously, hey, <laughs> Admiral, thank you. We've yeah. got the makings of a crude framework for a sour. So hello, mm-hmm. framework made for the sour. But where did the whiskey come from? It probably came from when sailors would go ashore because rum was prevalent in the Caribbean. You know, gin was prevalent. Iraq was prevalent out in India. So I don't know if whiskey made it. I'm sure whiskey did make it on ships. So I just, I'd like to imagine somebody wobbled off the, the ship, came ashore. They're like, oh, the Americans are making this whiskey stuff. By the way, Scotland, Ireland, just sit down. I know you guys make whiskey. <laughs> so, <laughs> so just take it easy. And then somebody's like, well, hey, you know, we've got this sour thing, which is kind of this junior punch. Whiskey eventually kind of wanders its way into the recipe. Now, what's interesting also is that it was the Brits who also introduced mixing egg into their beverages. Yeah. They mixed it in for nutritional value. Well, of course. Of course. Right. So now you got eggs and drinks too. Thanks, England. Protein. One final kind of fun fact here. and, And the thing is, so I guess all this to say that The whiskey sour, which feels so American, and it definitely is, it's an American cocktail. Really, you got to kind of thank England for uh, Mm -hmm. laying down the framework. And so in a way, they're responsible for this cocktail. I guess in a way, they're responsible for a lot of things over here because we all kind of came over here from there, right? So thanks for a lot, guys. So Mm -hmm. we'll uh, celebrate uh, Happy Treasoner's Day on July 4th and (laughs) drink our whiskey sours, maybe our fish house punch. Right. Yep. Few things that I'm going to uh, just a couple of quick pointers about the whiskey sour, and then we'll turn it over to the tips uh, section of the, the program. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> is the whiskey sour like the daiquiri? It's all about balance. Okay. So like anything, you know, um, balance is key. So is personal preference. So if you like things mm-hmm. a little bit more on the sour side, then fine. Back down to a half ounce of simple syrup. If you like things more on the uh, sweet side, then fine back down to a half ounce of the uh, of the lemon juice. It's totally mm-hmm. your call, but you know that when you use it, even Stevens equal parts, it's in balance. Mm-hmm. Second thing is the whiskey sour, 
not the Boston sour, the whiskey sour. If you add red wine, it becomes a New York sour. So you just add a little layer of red wine in there, and that's kind of like a daisy cocktail. But you can do that with the Boston sour too. Oh, I, I yeah, no doubt. I've I've not made that, but I've not even had it. So have oh, you had the red. Boston sour with red wine? I guess yes. why not? Right? Well, I didn't know that there was whiskey sours out there without eggs. I hear you. So here's you the thing, and like- the reason why this kind of tripped me up is that when I think about a whiskey sour or a New York sour, the red wine kind of hangs out on the top. It's not mixed in. So it's just it's mm-hmm. it's a look thing, but could you mix the red wine in? Absolutely. By the way, it tastes right. great. So you know, mm-hmm. don't be afraid of the red wine. And like I said, add a little egg. Now you've got a Boston sour. And then the final yeah. thing is, in my humble opinion, the whiskey sour is best with bourbon because the bourbon yes. is a bit sweeter. I find mm-hmm. rye whiskey to be too spicy for this cocktail. Mm-hmm. However, if you are a rye whiskey lover, maybe you want rye whiskey. You could try layering it with a little rye and bourbon. I typically do not like it that way. And as you know, I'm already putting the whiskey sour kind of further back in a lineup. That doesn't mean you should. Jeez. That's just my <laughs> preference, right? Yeah, some take it from me, like the, don't. <laughs> yeah, right. So, I mean, some people like the little, you know, kind of like the little uh, salmon eggs, right? And their sushi. I don't. Hey, <laughs> so, hey. like you said, preference. Preference, preference. Yeah. So there you go. The brief but kind of interesting history about the whiskey sour. Yeah. We always come full circle with those darn sailors. Our, uh, our founding fathers are always sailors. So They really, really are founding fathers. They're sailors and monks, actually. Monks. Monks, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah monks they come through, the, too. It's funny. Yeah, yeah. Okay, should we do my tips? Yeah, let's do a tip. I told you I had a tip. I told you I had a tip and we talked about it a little bit. I actually, I didn't talk about it. Uncle Brad, you you went into some detail when you were talking about how to make your cocktail. So let me remind you, the tip of the day is egg white. When I first started, I was trying to perfect and I called it the froth life. Like I was just, you know, there was a scale. It was like nine out of 10 froth life on, you know, my my cocktails when I used egg white. So I was really trying to perfect, like how do I make the best froth? Here's what I found. If you make coffee and you like to froth your milk with a hand frother, use that hand frother. And so instead of dry shaking, you can actually froth the ingredients with a hand frother and then add in ice and shake. That's the best tip. I mean, that right there is the best tip, I think, is the hand froth. I give you so much credit for (laughs) opening my eyes to something I am pissed I never thought of before. (laughs) Right? Like how easy? Why not? Yeah. Why not? What the hell? Seriously, use technology, folks. (laughs) Right. I mean, if you already have it, and even if like if you're struggling with your froth, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to just invest in it. It's like 10 bucks on Amazon. If you want to perfect your froth, try this. I swear. Totally. Oh my God, totally. It's probably going to, so I'm going to go try this. Mm-hmm. And I would be willing to bet it's probably going to take as much, if not a little less time to get probably a better froth. And on top of that, I don't run right. the risk of like blowing up the cocktail. Of ruining all over your myself. shirt. <laughs> yeah, because here's what's here's what happens, right? So you shake that egg white and it starts to expand, right? Mm-hmm. And on top of that, 
because the ingredients are, they're not getting cooler in the shaker, they're getting warmer, which also right. expands. And so that's why things will pop once in a while. But if I froth that with that frother and then put the ice in, what ends up happening is now it's getting colder. So air pressure inside that shaker is decreasing. And so that kind of mm-hmm. creates that hermetic, 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 creates a really tight <laughs> seal. <laughs> it yeah. creates that tight seal. And I don't have to worry about so much and blowing up because it's not going to get warmer and expand. It's going to get cooler and contract. Right. So, dude, yeah. brilliant. Hats yeah. off to you on that. Jeez. You know what? Take a photo of your whiskey sour if you're using egg white. Caption hashtag froth life because we want to see that froth. Yeah, for sure. For sure. My God. I love it. It's too good. Right. Yeah. Honestly, here's another tip. I'm sorry. And then we'll end here. <laughs> if you love egg white like I do, put an egg white in your margarita. Game changer. Uh, okay. So I guess we're on the topic. You can put an egg white in any sour cocktail. You can uh-huh. egg white in probably any daisy cocktail. I'm saying that without going through the Rolodex of cocktails in my head. Right. If there's citrus involved or oils involved, dude, froth that baby, you know? So, yeah. Froth that baby. <laughs> well, there you have it. Cheers, Uncle Brad. Cheers, Jules. And thank you, everyone, for listening to the show. Don't worry, we will have the photos and recipes for today's cocktails on the website, joinjewels.com. And if you got questions or comments for us, hit us up on the Insta at The Art of Drinking Podcast. And of course, find Jules at joinjewels or Cigars and Vino, that's me, also on the Insta. And hey, subscribe to my cocktail club on Facebook. All you'll need to do is search Join Jewels Cocktail Club, and there you'll see what other cocktail enthusiasts are shaking up. This is a Red Rock Music Podcast. Don't forget, subscribe, like, and review The Art of Drinking with Join Jewels and your favorite uncle wherever you get your podcasts.